Hi, I'm Don Armand, and you're listening to the Tribe Talking Podcast. Well, that was all right, wasn't it, ladies and gents, as we come off the back of back-to-back wins for the Exeter Chiefs. As I said to you last week, it's very easy to do this when you've got some positive vibes to talk of. You may remember my closing statement. I said we had nothing to fear, and we didn't, turns out. Chiefs beating Saris at a packed Sandy Park. Mooney and I weren't there, but it doesn't matter because we're, we're, I think everyone's buzzing. Mooney, are you off the ceiling yet, or are you still sort of just like grabbed on like a, like a cat? Yeah. Slow, slowly coming down, slowly coming down. Um, Spent the, you know, spent the whole day Saturday getting messages from twats that were at the game. Like, oh, where are you? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same. Every now and then, I I do have to, um, I say look after my children. I I can't I can't say that I was present for those two hours. <laughs> um, but here's a rust, you know, here's some juice. Yeah. Shut up! Don't kill yourselves. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was. Um, it, it's so weird, though, isn't it? Because it's it's just watching the game on TV and watching the game at the stadium. I say this all the time. It's it's a completely different viewing experience. Like you. Oh yeah, massively, massively. Yeah. You you see things, you notice things that it, it, it's like chalk and cheese. You know, if I go to a game, I always unless we lose, I have to rewatch the game. But yeah, yeah. It this one, this one. As much as we people hate to say it, this one felt important and it felt special beforehand. Yeah, no, well, it, it, it is, isn't it? The, the, the salary cap, even though, I mean, Rob Bax had even tried to downplay it in the media, didn't he? He's trying to say, like, two years ago, come on, let's get over it. But this is the first time the two sides have met since. Like, yeah. in, in, like, with the level playing field, it's over, the, the, the debacle's over, we know it's over now, everyone's trying to move on. But it's still going to rankle, especially especially for the players, especially yeah. for the fans. If you think about it, though, right, and take it, take away the salary cap, just take it away. Twenty sixteen final, yeah. Twenty seventeen semi final, twenty eighteen final, and then it was twenty nineteen final, right? Yeah. Then the the Battle of Sandy Park. You <laughs> yeah. know, I know that was yeah. I know that was kind of salary cap related, but. If if we're going to have this like a rivalry with a team, it, we've got it. That, th- oh, that yeah. th- this feels like the most the derby game. Almost. I know it's not a derby game, but it feels like that. Well, see, the thing is, like, as a Scotland fan, Scotland fans always see England as the rival. But I know English pro- England fans probably see, well, France maybe, maybe South Africa at, yeah. at that level. That's what so Scotland Scotland thinking England are their rivals is like Bath thinking Exeter are their rivals. They're not really. They just they're just near to each other on a map. The reality is a team that you've got head to head in multiple finals against multiple semi finals. Of course, Henry the Slady's magnificent kick. That's in that's in Chiefs folklore now. It's all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's going to create and, and also if you think about it, the previous before Sarries uh, went down, it was us and them, and that was it. There was yeah. no one else really in the picture. Was it the playoffs no. were more of a a necessity. They, they yeah. didn't need. You know, it, it didn't really matter. So yeah, it's there's always going to be that extra level. And the fact that on the obviously on social media, Saris fans have been chatting shit all week. Oh, we're going to oh, Saris by twenty. Yeah, we're doing. Yeah, fuck off. For a team that doesn't score any tries, you do talk it up a bit. But yeah, it was just yeah. It was, 
the the, the planets know. aligned and everything just went brilliantly. It was and it was a day it was a day for Exeter as well. Minging conditions. Yeah. It's about keeping keeping it in keeping it tight, trucking it up and oh yeah. Just just before before we get into the game, right? The whole you know, the whole um chat around the the salary cap stuff, which obviously triggered Tony Rowe, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Now some Saris some Saris fans are, are basically blaming Tony Rowe. Yeah, I know, I know. It's pathetic, isn't it? And I mean it's like every club. It, yeah. But it's felt, like um felt aggrieved. Every club felt aggrieved. Yeah. But it's like it's like an abusive husband, isn't it? Like slapping their wife and saying, "Oh, you, you, this is your fault." You made me do this. Yeah, yeah. it's you know and they were like, "Oh yeah," but oh, you know the um, they got deducted thirty-five points, and then they got deducted another seventy, and they're like, and someone was like, "You know, let's not forget we won the double, and Saracens were in both competitions that year when we won they the were. double. They were, but people say, "Oh, you know, we we was we were struggling to survive." It's like we, you were over the salary cap still. That's why you got the, you wouldn't open your books, so you took the extra seventy points. Yeah, there, there is, there is a Scooby Doo element, isn't it? Like we'd have got away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky chiefs. No, no you yeah. got investigated by the by Prem Rugby. You refused to, you, you refused to, as you say, open the books. They could have. The irony is, they could have opened the books, and the RFU might have gone. Huh, you've been a bit naughty, but it's not as bad as we first thought. Yeah. And they could have got because of the, the the skullduggery and all the cloak and dagger shit. Well, they got they fucking deserved in my mind, to be honest. Any yeah, club, if it was us, if it was us, I yeah. still would have gone. Yeah, fair, fair. It's a fair cop, gov. It, the trouble is, they you know they didn't lose anything. They just got relegated for a year. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, they still trot about with the three stars on their jersey. Yeah, and but you look at them now, like now now it's gone. We've gone down to the like. The salary cap's gone to about five and a half million. Okay, now it's if this it's like a different team. They're not bringing like Will Skelton off the bench and Liam Williams. Yeah, it's there's some more of a, who the hell is this lad coming on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A couple more American internationals are rocking up. What well, they used to do, they used to do that back in the day. They'd bring some decent American lads over, and I think they had that hooker that was in for Jamie George. I'm sure they said he was an American international today. But yeah, they can't empty a bench of former Springboks. Yeah, um, it, yeah. <laughs> It's just the thing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, Leicester a bit now. Um, I tell you what, we we knew this was going to be good when we saw the team sheet. We heard we heard the murmurings in the week of who was back in training. I thought I didn't realize Johnny Gray was this close. Well, this is it, you never know, do you? No, well, he hasn't got social media. He's got these are social media blackouts. Yeah. You, you can't even like like Jack Vermoon will put up pictures of him in his rehab and stuff like that. Johnny, you know nothing. He is so it, a, a club that doesn't like to share details about players' injuries and a player who likes his privacy. It's like yeah, perfect. It's um <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. It is annoying for us, but it's it, we know it's tactical, right? We know oh, it's yeah, all tactical. Yeah, because Dicky was never going to be ready for this game, according to Baxter. Uh oh. He's ready, and yeah, suddenly, out of nowhere, here he comes. Yeah, you think about when I, actually when I saw the um when I saw the team sheet, I was like, yeah, this is this is a this is a now it's getting really serious for us. But then I I did look at the bench and I was like, what's happened to our um what's happened to our props? 
Yeah, funny old thing. I was thinking something very similar. Where's Ben yeah. Moon? Where's Ben Moon? Where's Williams? But um, supposedly Williams had a elbow injury that flared up in the Bath game, and Ben Moon had the the flu. Guys, yeah, just not the flu, the, the, flu. Yeah. the, the, yeah. the equally debilitating but so, but socially acceptable disease. Yeah. The flu. Um, so if, if, you, if that, well, it'd be interesting to see if that's the flu or what we, as of a male persuasion, tend to call the flu, which is worse in my mind. It uh, it what? kills you. And I, when I saw um when I saw James Kenny on the bench, I was like, I mean, he must be what fourth fourth choice prop. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and I was thinking, God, fair play. And when he and when they stuck him on after like sixty Man. minutes, I could I genuinely. No offense to him, I thought Ian, he, I thought Hepburn's doing the four eighty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he only. I think shifting. He put a yeah. serious shift in. Probably only put got put on because Cock. I don't know who Southampton's um, uh, reserve prop was, but he didn't come on. But Cock was basically disabled for the last twenty minutes of the game. But I don't know why you would leave a guy who they bring on as a specialist scrummager in international duty, usually in the second half for eighty minutes. That yeah. Just, yeah, there's yeah. a concern in the lack of strength and depth that Saris have clearly now got. Now they've had to get rid of a few players. Um, but hey, but everyone's going gonna to have this now. This is weird. It's yeah. like watching, you know, you can see they certain players, they've got elite players massively, but, but, the, but then the drop off, you know, it's like they had one, one year they had. Basically, three fullbacks. Elliot Daly played in the World Cup final. Liam Williams played in the World Cup semi-final. Alex Good was European Player of the Year. And they had those three in the same squad. Yeah, it, you know, so you can you can only go you can tell what's going on now, and now it just makes the whole situation before look even more absurd. Well, yeah, precisely. I mean, you, you well, their their freaking centre their midfield was just Barrett, Farrell, who fucking Daly yeah. could play in, as you said. They just yeah. they could empty a bench of internationals. Yeah. And now you look, as you say, you look back at it now with the gift of hindsight and go, how the fuck did no one notice this? And no one go, I think we need to have a word with Saris about how much money they're spending. Yeah, it's like watching that Jimmy Savile documentary. Fucking hell, there's a, there's a swerve. Well, yeah, and no, you're... Like, and everyone's like, oh my God, it's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, well, let's talk about our team. Let's just move on from that. <laughs> right. So, being caught off. But yes. So, as I said, as we said, missing Ben Moon, I think, is why we had a bit of trouble up front in the, in the scrum department. Yeah. Certainly in the first half. I would have expected to see Ben Moon start um, had he been available. He's about, he, I love Hepburn, you know I do. I think he's a, he's an awesome yeah. loose forward, but Mooney's a better scrummager. He just is. We all know it. But how reassuring is it to see Luke Cowan-Dickey score a try at a mall? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's working again. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Our yeah. greatest weapon is what it worked, and it worked well. It, uh, you, well, yeah, I think we're jumping ahead a bit in the game to that. But, well, that's my, that's my point. Is the return yeah. of Dickey, the return of, when Johnny Gray looked like he hadn't hadn't had a day off. Yeah, I mean, you, you could tell he had. You could tell because of his rig. But the um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but with him, and Johnny Hill back with those three before it yeah. before we even look at who else we had on the field. Yeah. Suddenly, 
everything just looked a little bit more assured and physicality, which we've spoken about to we're blue in the face, was that they looked quicker from the second they got the first carry. Yeah. People were getting into position quicker. They were getting off their feet quicker after a tackle. They were getting... Yeah. As I say, there was just that yeah. level of... Interestingly, right, in the in the week leading up to the game, um, I saw some, like... Uh, some Saris fans sharing this like um, article about Baxter talking about, well, if my player's still annoyed about the whole issue, then, you know, hopefully that drives them. Now, yeah. the people will be like, oh, he's out. Oh, I can't believe he's saying this. Why, why don't people realise that that's the total play by Baxter to try and get a reaction from the players? Because yep. we said this before, you know, in rugby, you've got to physically turn up and emotionally turn up. And how Correct. many times, how many times you know better than anyone being a Scotland fan. You play. You play. You got to like that. Well, but mate, you put you no, game, game your lives the week before, and then next week you just something's Fuck not it. right. Yeah, and no, I, you're right, I, you're right, mate. And I thought about this game and how we've been this year. We've been up and down. You know, we've we've spoken about the what's going on at Sandy Park, all the other bollocks around that. Everyone. From the minute people turned up yesterday, they were saying to us, the atmosphere here is incredible. The players must have fed off that massively. Definitely. They must have. Definitely. Yeah. And and that's that's what I'm saying. Like you could tell as soon as the as soon as the game started, it was just like, oh, here we go. And yeah, when you bring back players like Dickey, Johnny Gray, Johnny Hill, it, you know, no offense to the guys they've replaced, it, you're just like, oh my God. The, the, the they... step up is massive. They they are something different, and they just are. I mean, so well. Point about Johnny Gray, and and, and we spoke about this beforehand. Taking no, I'm not taking anything away from. Um, I'm not trying to suggest for a second that he had a, the bet. He was the best player on the park. He wasn't. Maratoje owned him at times. You know, as far, he was the, he was the, the standout lock out of the four guys who played. But what I love about Johnny Gray, and the reason he's actually my favourite Scotland player, is you don't notice what he's doing until yeah. you know, until suddenly you think, Jesus Christ, have you seen how many tackles Johnny Gray, have you seen how many carries he's made? He just goes about his business professionally, brilliantly. Yeah. And yeah. if he's not involved in a hit, he's on his feet ready for the next one, or he's, or he's assisting tackle. And yeah, I would, love to, I would love to see him smoke more people. I would love to yeah, clean these guys in two. But, no, that's not his job. It's not his job. That's why he compliments yeah, Hill. That's not his job. Yeah, that's why he compliments Johnny Hill because Johnny Hill goes rogue as fuck at times. Yeah, <laughs> we well, we know well, this. Well, look what Johnny Hill does for Itoji for England. Now he's become more assured. Yeah, it allows Itoji to have that more like marauding role where he's getting on the yeah. he's getting in the scrum half space and using those like. Do you remember what's the character out of Street Fighter that could extend his arms? Oh, Dal Sim. That's him. That's Maratoji yeah. because his arms are ridiculously long. <laughs> he can get in the. You know, he caught yeah. Maunder out a couple of times, and yeah. But with as you say, with the reassured Doddy Weir esque um, Johnny Gray, and then you have got Johnny Hill running around like a batshit crazy person. But t- together, they're absolutely fantastic. How those two didn't go on the Lions tour together, I don't know, because it would have made sense to. What we know yeah. now, Johnny Gray was injured, but to be, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, I know he was injured, mate, but, that, you know, it's a Lions tour. You just put a bit of tape on it, don't you? Well, yeah. Well, Alwyn Jones played in the test despite yeah. wrecking his shoulder. That's the, that's the thing, isn't it? But, when, but when, <laughs> when, we, when, we, when, when the Lions tour was announced, we, we, I was expecting Johnny Gray to be said, not Johnny Hill at the time. Yeah. And 
But now, uh, now I would say it's 50-50. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Well, I think that tour did Johnny, Johnny Hill the world of good. I think yeah, he, he learned a lot when he was down there. And the, the Autumn Internationals, he was fantastic. He, well, he, he was said, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he said the Lions tour, he, he learned a lot about himself, like how much he could drink. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about so, right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so the game itself. Yeah. So I've written notes, mate. Like nice. A whole page of notes. Usually, like, well, you know, guys, I write I write notes for all the pod podcasts. I'm going to sell it. Charity. Um, <laughs> to, like, I don't know. No one cares. But um, every pod is numbered, and I write my notes, but it's covered in cocks that I draw whilst we're talking on the pod. Um, so, collector's item, I reckon. But, yeah, we'll... Uh, anyway, let's... Uh, is it, is it like game. a really weird version of American Psycho? <laughs> like, instead of like, the horrific killing things, it's just pictures of dicks. <laughs> dicks and rugby um, notes, yeah. Oh, my God, he's sick bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, I don't know if we should mention that before the game... We were really happy that we had a the tier one, the one tier one ref, Exeter Zone, Luke Pierce, and <laughs> uh you know, luckily we don't go in on refs on this show. We have a tiering system based on you know our reviews of the game and where they stay in the tiers. And uh, I'm just going to put out Luke Pierce, even though the top tier is his tier, he is dropping down till I decide otherwise. Oh, see, I think we should have a conversation about that in a bit. Nah. nah. He, well, he, got, he got most decisions wrong for both teams in the entire first half. True, but he also marched Saracens back 60 metres, which well, was we'll get to that. fucking brilliant. Yeah, but <laughs> Love how, that. how many times do you put up with that shit? Well, yeah, exactly. But that's, that goes back to what does define as a good ref. Shut well, your mouth or we'll march you back. Okay, we'll yeah. march you back. Well, okay, yeah, we'll do it again. When yeah, but when does it stop? They had they had three penalties for chops in. Well, if it was up to me on the five meter line with the tap and go for us, but <laughs> that's that's me. I I um, think I think after the Billy one, it should have been a yellow card. But yeah, well, I think he, I think I do think uh, Mister Vinopola was on thin ice, um, and I, we, <laughs> we'll get to him in time. Yeah, but, right. Um, so, so, but the 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 uh, fucking TMO. Whoever that was, the bloody try that they gave us, Slade being offside from the kick, that was so marginal. It was mo- yeah, so uh, marginal. Well, Rob Baxter said, didn't he, during his um, his in-game um, interview, it was like in an international that takes like three or four minutes to decide that, and they've done it within ninety seconds. Um, yeah. that that was shit, and I'm sorry, that was absolute garbage. Um, but they but, but they go they go through that little phase, they go through that little phase up to the try. Sam's at the bottom of the ruck, and then he he drives over. It to Billy and Ray. Yep. You mean the you, is that the number eight that's too small to play because Billy Billy Fonapola is too big, yeah. strong, and awesome. Is that is that the same number eight that just bars yeah. his face out of the way? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, I think I think we know whose England career is over. Well, yeah. I mean, this is the oh right. What really pissed me off was right at the beginning of the right at the beginning after we were talking about how uh, last week about how commentators are not anti-chiefs. Um, Lois Delalio announced them as the two England number eights, Billy Vernapola. Hang on, no, he's an ex-England number eight, Lawrence. 
Yeah, he's, not getting back in that, he's not getting back on that side. Mate, they're, they're international. Rugby, yeah, but rugby's weird because they'll be like, England international, Jack Maunder. Well, yeah, yeah, well, he's down to 23s or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like, dark, one, it's dark like that. Yeah. Yeah, but but, like, once, yeah. you've been, once you've been called up, you, you know, it's like, no. Yeah, it's fair enough, but... Once the, but what the important thing was when Sam drove through that, even though it was disallowed in the end, yeah, it was a statement. Yeah, we are we are we're, we're here. We're still doing our thing. We're still doing what we do. And even though it didn't work out in the end, you know, we were close to the line battling for tries. Whereas Saris just seemed to be content to let Lozowski kick from yeah all over it's the park. So, so South African. I the funny thing <laughs> is, right, so boring, so boring. The, the, the funny thing is. Like Simo was in his head, he got in his head. Like yeah. every scrum, he was shitting himself at the back of the scrum because Simo is bursting off the back. Have you seen how he picks up at the back of the scrum now? Oh, it's, it's disgusting, isn't it? He's barely, what? he's barely bound anymore. Ball in one yeah. hand, gone, and he just bombs and he bombs. And there was a, there was a bit where he bombed them. He turned Billy backwards. Billy managed to come in. He basically came in from the side, slowed it all down, got away with it, and they, I think, they got a turnover. Yeah, um, they did. That's, Stan- exactly, that's exactly what this is. Exactly he comes in completely illegally. Yeah, but they just got away with it. Yeah, but then Sam got penalised later in the game for something that was pretty much legal, but he got penalised for that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, and actually, <laughs> I, with regards to Sam and England, because it was a really good like um, sort of sideshow to this game. I thought with that because mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't mind saying. When you people used to talk about the balance of the back row, yeah, I kind of get that. I do get it. But I always thought, why the fuck is Ben Earl in the England squad over Sam Simmons? Because yeah, that's, no. that, that was the position I thought, well, it should not be Ben Earl. Ben Earl was crap. He was absolute crap. Since he's but gone back to Tarry, he has been poor. He's been very poor. Well, maybe he's maybe <laughs> he did play in that semi final game, mate, where they were like, 40 nil up, didn't he? So, I mean, I don't know for Bristol. Then. Yeah, Bristol just hit the implode button those couple of weeks, did they? But um, on the note of uh, on the note of um, Simo versus Billy, I'll bring this up now. So you you were saying about getting in his head, the yeah. penalty that led to the absolute debacle uh, that I mentioned about getting March back was due to Sam Simmons counter rocking. Yeah, he, 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 they saw an opportunity. We we were counter-rucking. We used to do that all the time. I think we've seen him do, do it once all season, except for yeah. his match. They got in there, trampled the shit out of their nine. Billy starts yeah. mouth mouthing off. Back you go, Billy. Yeah, Co- you're going to keep going. Sure, we'll go even further. And all off the back of the little guy, the, the little guy, I say in inverted commas, smashing the big guy out of the way, and his mates piling through, which was good. Yeah. That was that. That's the intensity that we've lacked all season. Yeah, but the lads just wanted it more. They just wanted it, and mm. if they can bring that every week again, this will be a turning point match, definitely. Well, we've got a good run now. It's a good run, isn't it? It's into now. It's that into the European games. I mean, we'll see yep. who's we'll see who's left in you know one piece after this week. Um, oh, Montpellier, but um, they've got some players, mate. Jeez, mate, they have. They go. Well, they're going well in the top fourteen as well. Top three at the moment. But, but on the um, note of on the note of Simmons, we should bring in uh, should probably bring in little brother, shouldn't we? Well, Who was just he's back to his best yesterday. I, I think so. Um, he's played as well. He played as well yesterday as I saw him play in the double season. He was brilliant. He was calm, so, reassured. You know, um, on Egg Chasers podcast, they had a theory that obviously 
they um because we used to have Steno and you know yeah drop St- bringing Steno off the bench was no great shakes at all was it we lose no. Slade lose Slade for a lot of the season and they reckon they're saying that um you know Skinner like Bax is like oh my if anything does happen to Joe I need a capable ten and Skinner's had like no game time at all it's so Skinner from game time start the season Take and then move for a bit yeah. And then when yeah. it starts getting serious, you you'll see Joe playing the big games, which we did, and he you know showed us why. It, mate, it was it, it, he did have a wobble. We we know we know that, but it just seeing him. I mean that that kick across the field for that try. Oh, oh. it's absolutely delightful. Do you know what I love about that kick? Yeah, it's the first. It's the first time. Okay, we had a penalty advantage. It was the first time all season we've gone. Fuck it. Should we have a go? Let's have a go. Yeah. We're still going to get the penalty. We're still going to come back. It's, it's free play. Let's have a stab at something unusual. Normally, they would have kept trucking, kept trucking, kept trucking, kept trucking until eventually the ref went off. This has gone a long enough penalty. Yeah. Or someone would have thrown a 25-meter missile pass into the crowd or something stupid. But he said, Joe's gone. Fuck it. Let's have a stab at this. And it was... <laughs> Flat Refay is not a big guy, but my Christ, can he jump? Yeah, no. <laughs> he was he airborne for like down. five minutes. It was ridiculous. Yeah. He had this like this. The hang time he got was was yeah. mental, but um, it was crazy. The the bet actually the best thing about that try was Noel passed it to Cowan Dickey who caught it with one hand like at full yeah. tilt, and they thought it was forward. And I was like, "Dare don't you fucking dare!" <laughs> oh, yeah, I, no, I was um, I was gripped. I was about to put my fist to the TV if that got me a forward pass. But, but yeah, the, but before that we had a mall. Um, I think no, yeah, we had a penalty just before this, um, in a, a couple of, you know, few minutes before, because the fucking there were chops in again, and it was, mm-hmm. and Pierce was like 10, 12, 15. So that's like good Malins, Tompkins, um, were all gobbing off. So he he, he get because Slade, I don't remember Slade put a like Slade's through balls. He was just skimming them along the floor, and then they were getting these like mad bounces where they bounce over the defender. Yeah, and they would end up going out, and he did that. We got we got the mall, and then Cock was totally illegal at the mall, totally illegal. Yeah. The mall. We just scored from that. So, and then when you start going through this game and looking at the, you know, we're getting into the red zone and we're not converting it, but we, it, it's gonna, so the pendulum's gonna swing this season, and I'm telling you, it's gonna swing, and then you'll have a game where we'll put six or seven tries on someone, it's, because it's... we will we will become efficient in the red zone when you've got five or six games into Johnny Hill and Johnny Gray playing together or Dick, a run of games for Dickey. Correct. Absolutely that. correct. I mean, I said what, first first line out, Dickey, Dickey was a bit of an overthrow. Well, not first line out, it was probably the second or third, actually, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it, was an, it was an overthrow because Maratoji got up. But we adjust, but the adjustments were good. That's the difference. We adjusted. Yeah. Didn't go, shit, right. They're putting Mara up at one. He's going to go up. He's going to go up against the, the Johnnies. He's going to target the two locks. Right? How are we going to? You could see. You could see it when Dickie was putting the ball back in. It was an adjustment throw. It was an audible call, whatever you want to call it. But it was working, and the guys weren't content to just go. Nope, nope. We're sticking to the plan. We're sticking to the plan. They were. They were playing on the move. And with all our chat recently, Jack Moore that had a fucking blinder yesterday. He was. He was. He was confident. He was assured. And when the ball was scrappy. He was doing bits with it. He wasn't just content to boot, put the ball up. Maybe that was conditions-based. Who knows? His kicking was better. He just looked 
happier, if that makes sense. He just looked more confident in himself. Trust the process, yeah. man. Trust the process. <laughs> oh, excuse me. That's a uh, rugby talk, isn't it? I think well, sitting between the Simmons brothers helps. Well, yeah. you know what I mean? He's got Sam there. He's got Joe out there. And I think he's in his happy place. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, right, my, my rocks are going to be secure because, the, because I've got Dave back, I've got Jack back, I've got Dickie up front. That's going to be more secure. I can take my, I can do my stuff, and I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get pounded. He just, I don't think he's got that trust in the other, the other boys. I, I could be wrong. It's just what I'm viewing, what I'm reading into it. But to see him, I mean, he did a, again, did a full eighty. Didn't trust the little brother. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was just really good to see our nine ten working for the first time properly. Our eight nine ten working properly, and just I, yeah, uh, you know, like that, that Sam didn't get, and I was quite surprised because when James Kenny went on, I went fucking hell, that you know, I, I wouldn't surprise Sam to go on. So, but well, we're, no, we're not fucking talking about nines. No, 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 it's okay. We're talking about why we didn't use replacements, and that's all right because remember the Gloucester game didn't empty the bench at Gloucester. It was tight, and they just, I think, Rob. Needs to trust his old heads. I mean, Jack, Jack Maunder's a young player, but he's been around a while. I love how you've just said to me, um, <laughs> do you remember the Gloucester game? Shit, no, you don't remember the Gloucester game. No. Well, when, any, we were, um, when we were at new... Gloucester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't bring Chris on. They didn't bring... Um, oh, fuck. Who was it? Oh, I can't remember. Joe? Did Joe, now. Did, no, Simmons played that game, or did he not? No, Joe didn't come on. Because no. we were, we were, I remember saying to Fulkit, like, "Fuck me, he's not bringing Simmons on." Yeah. Shit. How bad is things in Joe Simmons' head if he's not bringing him on? Because yeah, I just don't think he wanted to disrupt. It, it was tight. It was attritional. I said, "No, I'm just going to trust the lads to keep going." I don't think energy was going to be an issue. Everyone was pumped yeah. for it. Yeah. So I think just you know, in those close quarter games, I think Baxter just wants to keep a little bit of extra stability. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Actually, um, just thinking about, I know. I'd, was a bit disappointed with Luke earlier. But one thing I noticed he was doing was every there was a lot of knock ons, wasn't there? The conditions oh. looked, would die in the first half. But yeah. he gave like almost minimal advantage for it. Like, oh yeah, it was one phase ball, wasn't it? It was Yeah, but it, yeah, he'd be like knock on and then as soon as the op- the opposing team got the ball, recycled it, he'd be like, right, that's it. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, sometimes that's you know actually not a bad idea at all is it so i, I think um, adva- advantages need to actually get um ha- ha- they need to be said now this is how long an advantage has to be two phases three phases a kick a, a, a meaningful gain down the field something like that not because some players some refs will play advantage for 20 phases yeah it's it's an absolute, yes, absolutely absurd how is it not advantage over how is it not advantage over they're not going anywhere or something and and yeah. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. They, they think it needs to be an arbitrational decision and go, no, this is what it is. End of dip. But yeah, I, mean, I, I saw it was Alex Good took off with a scrum advantage and he's went, oh, advantage over. Brilliant. Straight into a wall. <laughs> it's not, we'll have that ball back. Thank you very much. The, um, um, but that, I mean, the, so the first half, it was it was pretty hard to watch. Like there was, it was so sloppy from both teams. And yeah. um, the second half, you, you know, we, we definitely got into our gears a bit better. Um, favourite part of second half <laughs> was Johnny Gray holding a seat cray into that rock. Oh, that, that was, I was hoping you were going to bring that up. That was genius. Yeah. And, well, and basically... <laughs> the, Pinned the, him you know, down, wouldn't let him roll away. 
and the the, the commentators were so weird. They, the, I mean, they were literally just picking apart every decision that was made throughout the game. They were moaning about everything, and they were like, "How was he supposed to get out?" But I think that's why. I think a, a lot of the, like Saracens players were so annoyed because we were shit housing them. Yeah, we were out Saracening. Saracens. We yeah, we were shit housing them better than they were, and and we and they had lost their heads in the first half. Well, this is it. once you've lost the ref, once you've lost the ref, you can't get him back. No, you can't. Once you've, I remember I told you a game I, I played. Once you've, lost, once you've lost a son of Exeter that's refing the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and before, anyone like, says, before anyone says he's born in Wales, so you can piss off. Babe, so, we need to go. Make, we need to make a meme of, uh, of Tony Rowe like doing a little bung to Luke Pierce <laughs> behind, <laughs> the, behind the ground, behind the stand. Good lad, Luke. We'll yeah, see you right. We'll get that. We'll get that extension built. No worries, mate. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just yeah. But if you watch the re- watch that back again, as you say, Johnny Gray's pinned him down, and then Luke Cowardicky comes and goes. I'll have a piece of that as well. Just like, yeah. he's just got two tons of weight on him. It's like, how am I supposed to get out of it? But he's making no effort to. No, that was the other thing. He was just lying there and letting him do it. And yeah, you know, you, you can scramble, you could wa- you could waddle, you can do all sorts of things to try and make it look like you're trying to clear yourself out. But he wasn't. So fucking, <laughs> he got pinged, and again. Yeah. Just really smart play from a very experienced player. Watch yeah, pal, just... stay there, pal. <laughs> Did you notice the um, the penalty they that he that was given against Witten when he was offside from the um, like Hogs exit, and it was the most bullshit penalty ever. They like it must happen in nearly every single phase of every exit where he plays offside and he won't make enough effort to get back on side, but it was no end, It was never going to affect play at all. And then mm. it basically just an easy three points for them. I missed, I did, I won't lie to you. I did miss that. I did yeah, miss and, that penalty was four, but yeah, again, that's at the start of the season. And, but I've seen it like sporadically. Throughout yeah, it does happen quite a lot. I, th- I think it's got a lot to do with who the TMO is as well. I think certain TMOs have certain um, things that they pick up. Because let's be honest, Luke Pierce wouldn't have noticed that in a million years. No, but no, I'm just what I'm saying. It's, a, it's get over it because fucking hell, yeah. like, it uh, unless he's directly involved, then there's no need to be. You shouldn't be pulling players up for offside either side of the ball. I mean, okay, if Billy was, well, Billy would have been lazily running back at least once because he's yeah. fat and slow. But you know, if if a, okay, well, let's just say put it. Let's just say Cock and Von, Mako Vonopola have been involved in a ruck and there's been a kick. They are never getting back. Yeah. To where that to where Elliot Daly's going to kick from in a gajillion years, so they will put their hands up and walk back towards their defensive line, clearly retreating and stay oh, the man, fuck out of the way. So imagine just like props don't have to abide by offside rules. Oh, I'd be amazing. God, <laughs> yeah. you'd be standing in the you'd be standing in the middle middle ten meter channels, just going, "This is great." Yeah, I've got so much energy. I haven't got to run anywhere. I've just got to keep smoking people that come near me. This is this is amazing. The, um, the fucked up version of NFL. So, at, so not long after that, um, Mako started gobbing off. Yep. And then there was a, that was like the, the the well the fourth I guess the fourth penalty against them for gobbing off. And it's like, why are you not learning? Like that this what is the matter? I'd love to know what like what they were actually saying. I'd love to be able to hear what they were saying because well, what what, what struck me was when uh, I mean. I, I know I saw I saw Billy do it, and I, I guarantee that um, Mako did it. Ray went over and said to him, "Look, 
chill out, yeah, calm it down, or you're going to yeah. get sent off, or you're going to get yellow card, or we're going to keep getting marched. They, yeah. just, they basically looked at him like he's a piece of shit and walked off. Yeah, yeah. Like, mate, that's your captain. I don't yeah. shit how many Lions caps you've got, how many England caps you've got. That's your yeah. captain. You respect him as much as you respect the official. And they just don't have... I, don't, I think there is a certain amount of arrogance between certain players in that club. They think they're above everybody else. I genuinely do. And I've thought this for a long time. This is not salary cap related. This is, I've, I've always had this thing with Saracens, this sense of entitlement. Well, um, it, it, think about it. But well, Nigel Ray thought he was above the, the rules. Well, yeah, quite so, literally. And you then, know, it, it feeds down. And plus, when but also when you're as you said earlier, when you're on the wrong side of side of things, you do and you lost your head. You can't get it back in. No. You can't. So you, you, when you when you're fired up, you're full of fucking adrenaline. You can't tell your brain to stop doing the thing that keeps getting you in trouble. You just keep yeah. doing it. And, it. and and all the time, the boys in black are going, "Cheers, we'll have another penalty." Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And oh look, our lineup's working and our ball's working and we've scored. Thank you. And you know yeah. why we really scored that more though? Have you really watched Ian Witten flying in? And as soon as he yeah. joined it, the whole thing disintegrated. He and was fucking up for that yesterday, wasn't he? I tell you, mate, yeah. head tape, head tape gives you powers. Why is you he take your head. Why has he got head tape? I have got no idea. <laughs> but <laughs> is he literally just falling apart now? This stage of his career. Did he hang on, didn't he get a knock to the head against Bath? Uh, oh, maybe I did. Yeah, I, I'm wondering. Similar. I think he might have gone off against Bath with a blood injury, and they kept him off because of how late in the game it was. I think I'll have to go back and rewatch it. So he might have just had put that on just to keep addressing in place or something, perhaps. Um, or <laughs> why is Jack Noll wear a scrum cap? You know, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, I it's, think we know why Jack Noll wears a scrum cap, mate. Yes, many figures in the Spoilers. bank. Um, yeah. But yeah. the I'll tell you, take your ears, gives you magical powers. Look at the honey badger, look at Amish Watson. It it does yeah. stuff. You notice <laughs> how we you notice how we when we, we scored that try and we were like, oh this is sorted, and then we went brain dead for about ten minutes. Did the Exit Chiefs uh thing, yeah, of oh shit. Oh shit, we're not playing. Yep, sorry, hang on. We're, yeah. we're back now. Yeah, they nearly they nearly taking the leads, lads. Yep, sorry about that. But the penalty we, one penalty we gave away was like um Hepburn and Kirsten just fucking flew in off their feet. Uh, basically, at Itoje yeah. <laughs> to try to end him. Um, and, you know, and then they, they get back within, um, I think, get back within three points. And um, and then you're like, oh, please don't do this. Please, you know, please don't do oh, this. Oh, mate, my heart was in my mouth. But that turnover at the end, that the, was just... The, oh. the, last, oh. the last five minutes, you know, I watched... When I watch games, I'm just so emotionally invested. And like, my partner's getting ready because she's going on her works too. And I, I, I was literally holding my <laughs> my five-month-old son. And I, I had to say, look, I can't do this. I can't watch this baby and watch this game. Because I was so... I remember it happened to me and my eldest son on the uh, South Africa-Japan World Cup game 2015. And I just completely ignored him. And he pissed all over my laptop. Brilliant. So... I, I just take this bit. I was like, please, please, you know how important this is to me. And, you know, I was annoyed that I couldn't go to the game anyway. And for everyone listening, she sent me a picture of her drinking a cup of tea. That evening. Mate, I 
when you showed me that, Mooney sent me a bit, me and Mooney were texting all day about how, what we're going to do tonight. He sent me this picture of what his message sent on a works do of a shitty tin, you know, those horrible hotel teapots and a cup of tea. And I shit myself with rage because at least you get, if, no offense, Mrs. Mooney, but if you're going on a works do, at least get shit faced. Yeah. Only a breath feeding probably, but do something. Don't, don't send a cup of tea. No, nah, she's yeah. a vodka and coke or something. You know, it's just like, yeah. we missed Saracens yesterday. For balance, for balance, since I've had this child, I've been to the prem, the um, the Premiership final, the Bath away, Gloucester away, Worcester, Munster, um, it, the Tong England Tonga game. He's only five months old, so you know. Yeah, fair point. She's she's yeah. pretty good, Mrs. Boone. A little bit, little bit of give and take, yeah. But you know, we are rugby journalists now, so she's, there's no comeback. Um, <laughs> But there's yeah, just um, one last bit on the game. Um, there was a knock on from Tompkins, and he was pissing me off anyway. Um, and he, he he knocked it on, and he just he just looked at his hands in total disgust. Yeah, looked at his like fuck, pathetic. And then at the very end of the game, when uh, Simmons kicked out, he he put in a nasty little late hit. I just thought, I would just do we need this shit? You know, you've lost the game, and yeah, the just get over thing, it. Yeah, just, when shit like happens, you just accept it, though. You don't fucking be a child. But then again, that was what they've been like all day. They've been like yeah. it all day. Yeah. Yeah. So it should come with no surprise. But what I will say, massive, massive props to Tony Rowe taking the boys for a pint immediately after the match. I just fucking love that. That's one, <laughs> like, one of the best things I've ever seen, honestly. What? Just watching them walk off down to the powwow. And then, you know, actually, I think like <laughs> I think Baxter was just like, yeah, boys, I bought you all a drink, go down to the bar. Yeah, but that's how amateur is that? But in that a good rug, that's rug. That is prop. That's rugby yeah. to me. That is what the game is. Not not right. We're not going to the sheds for a debrief and a Lucas Aid and a freaking protein bar. Yeah, or walking walking around with your shaker and your 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 sponsored fucking protein shake. No, in the pub, let's have a beer. Let's celebrate with the fans because this means a lot to them as well. Yeah, these guys have come out in this pissing down rain to watch you lads. You've delivered. And the fact, the, the, the fact you saw a BT Sport they went to interview Rob Bates, he had to put his pint down to come and talk to the, the journalist. I was like, ah, yes. I think we've like. just, um, you know, I think something about this club, our club, is we're just unapologetically Devon. Or, you know, yeah. we're just, this is what it's like down here. And and if fucking get used to it. <laughs> you know, Mate, the, the world's I'll, slower. I'll, I'll do a bit another day to, like, because obviously you're, you're a Chiefs fan because you're, you're, Devonian born and raised. I'll yeah. explain how I ended up becoming a Chiefs fan another day, because um, it's a lot. It's but it's not so much a long story. As it's kind of boring, but that's that is part of it. Yeah, yeah. You, it's just it, you. Feel, it feels like a community. Back to the Gloucester clubhouse. It feels like a community rugby club with floodlights and a, and a yeah. couple of bars. And it's yeah. it, it really it really does mean a lot. But <clears throat> we are going to have to talk about something else other than that fantastic victory yesterday against Saris. We are still fifth in the table. Uh, Quinn's got a losing bonus point today, so they've got they've got above us into fourth. But signs are good now. Two on the bounce against a you know, Sarri's are favoured for the the prem final. I think this could mm. be the turning point, mate. I really do. It felt right, didn't it? It felt yeah, like it something was happening. And look, all those look all the exposure all those young lads have got as well. Definitely. I mean, Kenny oh, played. Came off. 
Sam yeah. Mixon had a great game when he came on. I thought it was big. Sam did really well. Um, I did. Um, I did. I actually messaged uh, Kenny because uh, we did the predictions on Instagram. It was uh, oh, James Kenny will score the last try, and then I messaged him. Yeah, I messaged him like, oh, I'm going to take that carry at the end, mate. <laughs> it's near enough, mate. It was close enough. We'll, we'll minutes, give him. A, yeah. We'll give him an, an honorary try talking try to Kenny. Yeah. But um, yeah. in other Exeter Chiefs news, we do have to uh, move on at some point. Mm. The Chiefs women's 29-12 against Worcester Warriors away from home. The fourth, they, mate. The fourth. The fourth, mate. They're marching on. They're doing yeah. absolutely brilliant. Got their their internationals are back. Yeah. What I've seen, I've, I've watched, the, watched the highlights. They look they look so silky and calm. They're coordinated. You know, I've always... I always think the, the ladies' game looks a little bit slower than the men's game. I well, don't yeah. sort of get that vibe so much this season. Having watched the England Roses, having watched the Chiefs women's, there's definitely a, what's the word more more accuracy than there's probably been in futures. If people are listening to this and still haven't watched any of the women's matches, but get on the right the Allianz Premier 15s website does the streams like the Gallagher Prem does. Exit yeah. Chiefs sometimes put up on YouTube. Get on there and watch the girls because they are awesome. And Lauren Van der Velden is an absolute monster. She's like a female day viewers. She just it's carnage, mate. She's such a big ball carrier. <laughs> have you seen have you seen next weekend? Uh, no. The, the ladies are playing at, at half twelve and then the men oh, yeah, that game, yeah, if you've got so, tickets, you can see both games. Yeah, but imagine like imagine you watch the ladies, it's done by half two, and then what do you have to leave the ground for a few hours? I'm gonna say I'm gonna assume no. Because the bars will be Yeah. Oh, I bet Tony Rose rubbing his hands together. Yeah, what do you reckon? Oh yeah, sorry guys, you can't stay. You have to go back into, into Exeter. Well, what are we yeah. going to do? Pub? Pub. No, actually, yeah. you can stay. The power is open and we're going to drop the prices on a couple of uh, a couple of our products. Well, the only thing that worries me is that is a long day of people in the bars. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there's, there comes the other issue that no one knows what the score was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the stand that's just been built is no longer fit for purpose because it's fallen down in places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like me at Gloucester all over again. <laughs> yeah. So. Just constantly backwards and forwards to the toilet. Yeah. 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 So, the, yeah. So, there you are. Next week, ladies, ladies are the, uh, the apparatif for the, before the, uh, the, the big Euro game. But, mate, they are, they're, they're unstoppable at the moment, our girls. Yeah. They are doing so well. Um, as you say, they've only lost, they've lost two, one, five, fourth in the table. It's well, great. Good signs. Good signs. Absolutely. Um, what's next? I suppose you're going to have to tear Mr. Pierce, aren't you? Because it's been, it's, it's been yeah, a bit of a request. You're going to have to do mate. it. Yeah, I, I'm, it's going down a tear for that. There was just too much. There was too much wrong, in my opinion. I'm not a professional ref, but I, you know, did I am the you know inventor of the tearing system. So um, <laughs> that has to count for something. God damn it. Yeah, I, you know, I, I almost <laughs> after the first half, he almost went to tier three, but. You know, he can stay in tier two. Look, it's not going to be hard for him to get back up. I mean, I don't know who the TMO was. He he's not. He can just piss off, as far as I'm concerned, for that um, for that try. So, well, uh, you know I'm just I'm just going to uh, I'm just going to sideways back to the game for just a minute. It's something we didn't actually cover too much because we were, we were frothing about the return of Johnny Gray for a while. Yeah. How good? How fucking good is Henry Slade? This season, man. Oh yeah, we skipped. He is, 
but he is. I just, he just jumped. You mentioned his little kicks. He just jumped back in my head. He was just picking them apart. And there was, there was one. Uh, I was what because like you, I rewatched it today, so I could actually you know, concentrate on it. Um, Maratoja shot up to to smash him, but yeah. he del- he took the tackle, but was able, but but he clearly done it on purpose. He's gonna gonna let Maro hit me here, and yeah. I'll float out the tackle because that's gonna release flats, and it worked. It, it took it took Maratoja out of the next two phases because flats accelerated up. Everyone piled over Maratoja is trying to get back into the defensive line. That their strongest defender was out of the game for a good 20, 30 seconds because Henry Slade thought, I'm going to take you out of the match for a minute because you're all yeah. getting in our fucking way now, Maro. And it was yeah. just, he was just so good. Daily, Elliot Daly didn't realize he was on the pitch. Jack yeah. Noel had his number all day. Did you, um, do, do you think with Slade, because you've, you know, just look at what he's been like for England as well. And do you think he just had this, like, ah, oh, do you know what? Fuck this. Did get in the Lions tour and he's just like, fucking had enough. And he's just, you know, when sometimes people are just driven by like disappointment. I completely, yeah. Every and, player has a defining moment, don't they? They just go, "This is what's going to take me to the the next step." Yeah. And I think I think whatever it is could be that. Um, Slade has definitely yeah, found it. With regards to the England games, England Tonga, he was incredible. Yeah. Well, Farrell was away with COVID or not COVID. Yeah, not That's COVID. Game, not COVID. But, yeah, Australia game, not quite the same. Um, Farrell's gone again. And then in the South Africa game, he really stepped up. And, you know, although people talk about Farrell being this amazing leader, but I wonder how much he just cramps on other players trying to express yeah. themselves. Yeah, uses their, yeah, prevents them from being who they need to be. Yeah. I, I think a part of it, as you said, you just, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. There's been a need for Henry Slade to step up. Both for Exeter, yeah. For England, for England, probably not quite as much because of you know, obviously who you've got available to select from. But I think he's just gone. Well, someone's got to lead us out of this. Guess I'll have to do it. Yeah. Do you think he volunteered to be the kicker against Wasps, or do you think he was told? I reckon he volunteered for it. I'll have, if, you, if you need someone to take some take some kicks, take a bit of pressure off the tens. I'll I'll I'll, I'll do some more practice goal kicking this week, Rob. Yeah. What do you think? And but that's that's the kind. It, goes back to how Hogg became Scotland captain. He felt because of his position within the Scotland squad, he should be the captain. He should be the one leading. So he went to Gregor Town and said, look, I don't know if I'm on your radar or skipper, but I think I could do a good job at it. Yeah, and but, Gregor, yeah, but, hey, hey, but that, that, that's what, what I mean. Do? That kind of... No, nah, but come on. I'm not letting you off that. The fucking first thing you did as Scotland captain was stop Finn Russell for having two beers and then you didn't have Finn Russell for a bloody entire um, competition. <laughs> told... We're told it's two beers <laughs> with yeah. Finn Russell. Who fucking knows? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well, t- so, right. He was he, he stole a boat and yeah, he, he frogged Miss Universe and they found yeah. him naked in Naples. What do we do? We'll tell them it was two beers. Yeah, and he broke team protocol. Now, uh, Finn Russell's book might be one I read when he retires. <laughs> oh yeah, if it's legible, because I don't but, think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a ghostwriter. Um, the J- uh, he's, the, he's the James Hunt of Scotland rugby, is I always fucking drive this to Scotland fucking rugby. Actually, I started talking about England first. Yep, that's why I do it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we should get a, we should get a Welsh person on the pod. No, I won't talk to. Him. 
You won't. Um, it'll be bread. It'll be bread of heaven every yeah. five minutes. Alan Wynne Jones for prime minister, and I'll just be like, oh, "This was a stupid." I, idea. I'd be like, "I'd be like, oh yeah, hey guys, you remember when uh, Wales and Scotland didn't vote for Ireland to get the World Cup, but England did?" <laughs> just, and, I just and sits back. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, um, well, we we'll quickly go through the other results. Um, <laughs> Gloucester beat uh, Bears twenty-seven ten yeah. at King's Home. Very deserved. Yeah. They're a decent, decent season, Gloucester. They really are. Yeah. Um, Irish, dick, Falcons, 43-21. Oh, wow. I don't it's feel amazing. so bad about losing to London Irish now because they're actually having a really good year. Well, they beat Harlequins. They beat us. They drew the Saracens, so... Yeah, they are... Yeah, they're doing all right, London Irish. And they're a team that, yeah, that's an away day. We need to do that one. Oh, I yeah. <clears throat> Saints, uh, well... How do you think Bath got on? There's a... Um, you see like, the Twitter page. Yeah, there's a Twitter page called Did Bath Lose Again? And it just is like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> 40-19 at Franklin's Gardens to Northampton. So, fuck, what? Right, seriously. What is Stuart Hooper doing? Why did he just quit? He's going to get sacked. So you might as well just go, oh, fuck this, somehow. <laughs> I don't yeah. need this every week. Yeah. Who knows, mate? Who knows? It's, uh, Worcester, Worcester got a win beat against uh, Wasps. Oh, no. What a shame. I know. Oh, poor Bless Wasp. them. Yeah. Buzz, buzz, fucking buzz. And uh, Tigers continue unbeaten. 16-14 yeah. at Quinns. I mean, that yeah. is, mate, Game. who the fuck going to stop them? We will. Nice. I love that. I love that. We've been asleep for a bit, Tigers, but we're coming for years now. Um, oh, <clears throat> wow, just, sorry, I just, I just that can't be right. Yeah, I just clicked on the Wasps report to see who the try scorers for Worcester were, and our man Duhan got one. Oh, Chud, <laughs> Chud scored. He did. Yeah, he did. Former yeah. chief, and uh, yeah, Duhan van der Merwe made 190, 190 meters. Yeah, he he just returned every ball, didn't he? That is that's that's some going. Yeah, but you know, because <laughs> he ain't kicking it and he ain't passing it, so he's just running yeah. it back. Yeah, do hard smash. <laughs> that's all he knows how to do. But yeah, yeah so, so I can. Uh, like... I'd, I'm happy to see wasps lose every day, every game if possible. So, um... well, they are only. Hang on, where's the? They're only one above Worcester now. Well. Down in ninth. And they've got they they have got they have got serious injury issues, but whatever. Um, well, so did we, but we're fit. Talking of issues, um, I need to issue an apology to everyone because I was misled over the Cookie Club, the infamous Chiefs oh, yes. Cookie Club. Um, I was slightly misled by a conversation I had with one of the players, um, who. His boyfriend Don Armand lied to him. That's all that happened. No, yeah, yeah. He, he just, no, just uh, you know, just um, miscommunication. Uh, he was telling me that there's. He said something like, "There's only ever been ten members of Cookie Club, and four had left." So I managed to guess the four or three of the four, and then we worked out the other six. But I made I did a little quiz, and everyone was like, "No, I'm telling you." Such and such was in it, or this person was in it. So then I asked him, he's like, Yeah, 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 they've all been in it. And then I was like, What? Oh. So I've just done. Right. So basically, I'm going to have a look like a twat. 
So, um, sorry to everyone. And it wasn't, and it wasn't hotel related this time. No. So, right. So we uh, should we go through our, our lovely listeners' questions. Yeah. We've asked this week because we're all, we're all in a chipper mood this week, which is nice. There's no concerns about players or anything. It's all a bit light hearted. So I'll let Colin off this week for his stupid roast dinner oh, question. No, 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 don't don't read any of his out. Well, should we should we read it or not? Well, I, I don't know what it is. So go on. Uh, he's basically asked. You're in the sheds. Rob's talk. Well, you're waiting for Rob to talk. Do you choose the the halftime orange or the halftime banana? Always the orange, right? Pretend it's gum shield. <laughs> and I'm eight years old, and it's a five-a-side match again. Yeah. yeah. See, it's the 21st century, so you go for the uh, glucose shot or the Haribo. But for me, if I, if it had to be an orange or a banana, it's an orange. Because if you ever if you, have a, if you ever had a banana when you're like proper pump full of adrenaline, it's fucking horrible. Really is it's horrible. Um, I'll try that next time. It's just, it feel, it, you feel full. You don't like no one likes running around feeling full. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, Grace has asked, "How sweet do Sari's tears taste?" Oh, I don't. I don't mean yeah. Drink them. But, I, um, I have a Sari's fan as a friend, and I might go around his house and find out. Oh, if you could <laughs> make, yeah, we'll film it. Put it on the social. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a sip. Of, mm. Yeah, <laughs> smell. Tastes like victory. Uh, so Mike's asked, should all Sarri's players be gagged before going on the pitch? I'm thinking this is in relation to all the mouthing off. No, no, um, no, no, because no. we won by three exactly. points. So if, any, if anything, give them a ton of shit before they go on and get in their heads. Yeah. Um, let the boys play. Yeah. Let, yeah. let the boys play and make sure they play in a way that gives us lots of penalties and Luke Pierce marches them down the pitch. Uh, yeah, in relation actually, to... just, just quickly... Are they, is, that going to cost us, is that going to cost us negative metres for Billy Vinopola? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would be amazing. His stats at the end of the season. I want to get a minus. Oh, do you remember that Chiefs yeah. game? Yeah. Ah. Yes, that one. Petition um, to get... Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah mate, anyway, they'll sign petitions about anything these days. Petition to make chopping penalties count for negative metres. Mate, if, they, if, if Chiefs of Change can get a petition going to get the branding change, we can get that going, trust me. Um, right, James has asked, is Luke still Tier 1? You have your answer. Mooney has dropped him to Tier 2. Um, yeah, come, uh, guys, got a problem with that? Come at me, whatever. <laughs> uh, Charlie, uh, is this the spark that, re- that reinvigorates our season? We both think so. Who's um, that, that way to it, me? Watching the boys play yesterday, it just everything felt a little bit like the old days. You know, what I mean, a couple of seasons ago, everyone was getting there a bit quicker. That yeah. we were getting the rub of the green as well, like when Malin's balls up that little pass that led to the try that never was. It's just yeah. those little things. You just need those little bits to go your way. Normally, they've been going against us this this season. Yeah. So nice just to have the uh, have it go our way a little bit. And and his other question is, how good is it to have Luke Cow and Dicky back? I think that was obvious. Oh, fucking very. <laughs> Luke Kandicki posted this. <laughs> posted his, I think it's his uh, wife's girlfriend's birthday today. And he posted, right. this thing, he posted this thing on Instagram. It was like, happy birthday. Next page to the next page. Best person ever. Like, l- nice photos. It was like, and then the next page is like, 
his son and his dogs on her. He goes, but motherhood stops for no woman. And a boy, Luke. <laughs> Yeah. Equality, guys. Equality. Yeah. Mate, mate, um, yeah. The Cow and Dickie household knows how it is. Mm. Yeah, but, mate, honestly, he was so good yesterday. Oh, he was it, into everything. Got to be one of the best, got to be top three hooker in the world at the minute. Easy. Easy. Got to be. When he's, I mean, he's made, I mean, to, for Dickie to be injured is so is so rare, let's be honest. And he, but he bounces back. So, I mean, what is he made of? Because he gets back ridiculously quick. Yeah. And it's like he's not been away. Yeah. And he's straight in. No fucking, no fucking regard for his own personal safety. Yep. Here's the ball. I'm gonna go and smash straight face first into into cock or I marrow. Reckon, or I reckon, yeah, because it looked like Baxter just timed it perfectly with all of these players. I reckon yeah. they're all fucked. And he's just Baxter just gone around the quarter zone injections, just like <laughs> yeah. fucking that? Sad Don't ask. Yeah, you're playing. So. Why is it green? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Scotty Gomez has asked, and to be fair, I think we knew we, we need to raise this. Why was full kit not in full kit? Okay, right. First, everyone wants to. I'm going to post the picture in the on the uh, tribe talking social media of what Scotty Gomez was looking like at the game, right? <laughs> because he's got no. Fucking right, say anything about anyone. However, Fulkit, <laughs> I've been saying this for a while now. Fulkit's a sellout. Uh, he wants to be careful because you got there's the other guy in there going around as Fulkit. Mate, there is. And he, he, about he, him. I, I don't know. I don't know what he won't wear a Fulkit. He was on a date or something. Whatever. Best thing that happened, he tried to catch a rugby ball. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he dislocated his thumb. He's dislocated his thumb. The guy had to pull it out. His mate had to pull it out. They're NHS people, right? So they know what they're doing. So he had to pull it out in the game. Today, he's sending photos. Oh, my thumb. I'm going to have to go to a &E. You know, he, the, 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 one thing about Fulkit, he, he tries to be the hero. <laughs> and it, it, it's done, this happened before. There was people having and a now, fight. And once. now he's lived long enough to become the villain. Nice. Right. And the, yeah, and there was people <laughs> having a fight once and he got involved, got slapped. And then couldn't go to work for six months because he's just mopping up his piss every day. So <laughs> it's um, it could have happened to a better person, as far as I'm concerned. Um, fucking sick of him, to be honest. <laughs> I am. Oh, fucking hell, that's brilliant, mate. Honestly. We, if we ever do like a, a season roundup show, we need to like make sound bites of all your full kit rants because they're absolutely amazing. Um, I'm actually crying. Right, Sharon, uh, why is Billy V such a mouthy? Um, I've written a word. I've, I've I've abbreviated her question and I cannot say the word that I've put. Um, why is Billy Vanapola so arrogant, uh, disrespectful? Words to this effect. I think. Hey, I, know, I, know, I know why. I know why. <laughs> Um, if you know anything about the Vinopolas, I, th I believe that Mako went off of his parents um, to like Australia yeah. or somewhere. That's right. And Billy but stayed with the family, didn't he? Billy stayed with the grandparents and he just got spoiled fuck, basically. So he's just got this chip on his shoulder. He's like a spoiled little brat. Whereas Mako's just a bit more like sick of it, isn't he? Yeah. So Ma Ma Mako is the quintessential angry tribal South Polynesian chieftain, isn't he? I can yeah. imagine Mako just like pissed at the village, walk around, go, What? I'm talking, I'm talking hundreds of years ago now, like, yeah, why is this? Why is, why is 
Oh, why haven't you got enough fish? Why are the coconuts falling off? Why yeah, are you all dickhead? Just completely tired of everybody. No, and he's probably been... like sleeping for most of the day. And then he just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. holds He's got his arrogant little brother who's just making yeah. carnage for him all yeah, the time. Yeah, he's like, um, what's the king in uh, Robin Hood? That You know, the king goes away and then the, the little brother... Oh, King Richard. King Richard and Prince John. <laughs> yes. So right, really that, that, that is fucking happening. We are keeping that. We are keeping that reference. Every time we mention the Vanapolas, it's Richard and John from now on King because that's exactly, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, but it's like what's the uh, the Robin Hood Men in Tights one, and it's it's like that film. I don't know if you've seen that, but they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. No, forget that. It's the Disney one. Yeah, <laughs> for anyone who's got kids, it's what's Disney's Robin Hood, the, the King <laughs> Prince John in that. With his snaky oh. little pal, it's yeah. Billy Vodapolder and Orange Bowl. laid into them today, right? <laughs> fuck them, fuck it, they deserve it, yeah. right? Uh, did full kit get a get a pint with the team? Don't know, might have done. No, uh, no, I don't think he did. I don't think he uh, did. Don't deserve well, it. There, well, there you go, there you go, Gary. Didn't deserve it. And was the streaker? We didn't mention the streaker. Yeah. Uh, was he actually a plan for, to try and distract from the game for, by the team who were three points down? It was, um, I thought it was Sam Hidalgo Klein trying to get minutes. To be fair, he looked a little bit like Jack. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, 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 Jack, Jans Kirsten, sorry. There was definitely some ginger going on there. Um, but the, but they no, didn't, the, um, but the uh, stewards didn't even interact with it at all. No, just let, yeah, just let him go. And, they, and then he got bored and just walked off. I heard, I heard, he, got, I heard he got ejected without his clothes. Oh, that's amazing. Exactly how it should be as well. Yeah, on a night like last night as well. Yeah. Oh my yeah. boy! Yeah. Good. Well, Go to the trading post and get some, get some clothes, buy some, buy some merch. And for the record, I'm all for streakers. I, I think it's funny as long as it doesn't like affect the game. Let them run round. Yeah. Um, I think the best streak I've ever seen. It was uh, it was an Eng- England versus Australia one day international, and um, Australian player called Andy Simmons was batting. And this boat is charged across the charged across the field straight for the pitch. And Andy Simmons used to play rugby league. Yeah, and he's just absolutely clattered him. <laughs> it's this brilliant picture. He's basically he's managed to get him also like in a rock bottom and just buried him into the ground. <laughs> but the guy's still cheering the whole way down, even though he's about yeah. to get absolutely pummeled. He's still got his thumb, thumbs in the air, like yes, I'm getting choke slammed by Andy Simmons. <laughs> it was absolutely yeah. Wait, I think um, it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, they should. Uh, Wimbledon, there's always a streaker every year. Doesn't happen anymore. World's gone mad. At Wimbledon? Yes, there was always streakers at Wimbledon. There was always and it was always a bird as well. It was always a woman. It was never very rarely was it a bloke. You know. Um this is back in the nineties, eighties and nineties. Yeah. It was great. Um but no. Unfortunately, the world's gone a little bit too PC and naked <laughs> naked people running across the pitches doesn't happen. <coughs> oh God. Doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Well. I think that's a good spot to end, isn't it? Nudity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll um, I'll leave this one out. Um, we the the uh, outro today is a song made by Alex, one of our listeners, from uh, Faku Cordero, singing about half season tickets. I think it will get everyone in the Christmas mood. Uh, we enjoyed it. Hopefully, the club <laughs> will play at the games, and um, hope to see some of you next week at Montpellier. I'll be back. What yes. about you? I'm going. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Right, Try guys. to talk to Europe. Yeah, guys, 
Follow us on social media. Join the Facebook group. Go on Instagram. Blah, blah. Fucking blah. See you next week. Bye. Cheers, guys. Pop season tickets. 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 Thank you.